Hello and welcome to the DoubleClutch.ca podcast. I'm your founder and former host, Addie Desai. Uh, Nick thought it would be funny to have me lead in the podcast this week. Uh, for those who don't know, we are an online automotive magazine, Canadian, and we're usually here to talk about the latest and greatest in uh, in automobiles. New and, well, old, because a bunch of us have a bunch of old shit boxes. Uh, Nick, what are we talking about this week? Well, this week in the garage, we have the... Honda Ridgeline. Uh, we also got a, arguably a real truck, the uh, Silverado 2500 HD. Uh, we also got a couple of NPC mobiles, the VW Taos and the Ford Mustang Mach-E GT. And for those who don't know what an NPC mobile is, uh, it's a video game reference referring to games like, you know, that involve vehicles and non-playable characters. So general AI vehicles that just kind of drive around and are forgettable. Stuff you'd find in the background of GTA when you need to steal something yeah. for a mission. It's, it's not yeah. even the or vehicle. Just about it's every it's, car it's the non-player character. And like, if you're an anonymous whatever person, you need an anonymous whatever car, here you go. Yep. <clears throat> so effectively the Toyota Corolla. Basically. And we're also joined in studio by Nathan and Imran this week. We've got a full house. What's up? Yeah, uh, let's get into it. So, Addy, this week you have... I'm driving a Honda Ridgeline this week, which Nick kindly set me up with because... I needed something to move. Yeah, I I needed something to move house. Do your uh, things fit in it? (laughs) (laughs) Is it enough enough of a truck to do truck things? I can't answer that just yet because it's been pissing rain nonstop since I've had it, and the things I need to move involve dining tables and i do not want to get a wood table wet (laughs) you also threw out your back today so good luck with that yeah it's gonna be interesting but regardless (laughs) i have thoughts about this ridgeline i'm not exactly the truck client and probably you know that's fair because this is not really a truck but anyway in in as it pertains to unibody pickup trucks there's I guess the Ford Maverick is unibody. The yep, there's the Ridgeline, the, the Ridge Hyundai line. Santa Cruz. Yep. The uh, I think that's it. The Ranger's body on yeah, frame. Yeah, Ranger's right? body on frame. Colorado's the, body on frame. Colorado's body on frame. So that, that Taco's just, body on frame. That just like, leaves yeah. those three. Um, this is very, very dated. I think the only yeah. place the Ridgeline really stands out is that it's the only um, unibody truck that still offers a naturally aspirated V6. Mm-hmm. And Honda's J35 V6 with notable VTEC transition (laughs) is really nice. But other than the buttery smooth powertrain and the remote starter at this time of year, uh, that's about all there is. Like the infotainment is atrociously bad. I do. I do love me a good Honda V6 and it is pretty hilarious when you're ring, when you've stepped on it and VTEC just, just kind of cut like just it kicks just kind of in. goes like, like the nineties, just yeah. like it's infotainment. It's sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly like when yeah. when Adi told me to take it out for a spin, uh, and he's like, "It has the V 6 and I'm like, "It still has the J thirty five." It's still the J thirty five because it's still a great um, motor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it actually yeah. is. It's like yeah. I was I was smiling when yeah. I was put to the floor. In but that then you looked at the bit. infotainment. Oh, yeah. and yeah. It, yeah, and I'm pretty sure that instrument cluster has been used since like. 2008. No, this instrument yeah. cluster was actually new in 16 on the pilot, right. and I think Ridgeline came around in 16, 17. It's so funny how it feels so much worse than that. That's like like, thing, like a yeah. 90 Civic cluster yeah. doesn't feel as dated as this thing does, yeah. because there is some tech in it, and that tech is ancient. This is like a calculator yeah. display that gives you your triple digits for your speedometer. There's no analog speedometer in this thing, and there's a tack, and your the rest Tiny of your instruments. Little, like, yeah, screen in the middle. That's like yep. That's it. And then and iPhone. then they and then they pulled down from their luxury make the worst thing that Acura does. Oh, the stupid push button shifter, shifter <laughs> thing. Yeah, uh, the one thing they pull from Acura. I don't mind that so much, man. Hate like it. if you get once Infested. you get used to it, hate I, it. I don't hate it. I, I don't hate that. But yeah. I guess that you know what that's subjective. Like, do you just hate this the Honda Acura setup, or do you hate the push button ones in general? I'm in not general. a fan of buttons in general. Okay. I think Acura's is among the worst. Okay, hmm. I would say that the Lincolns that have the PRND from like left to right yeah. as like buttons across the bottom of the dashboard. Well, you gotta kind of reach the piano over keys are kind of yeah. weird. Too. They're, yeah. they're literal piano keys. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't like that. I, I see what, what throws me with the Honda thing. Like the PRND piano keys, I don't I don't like that either. Obviously, but. The problem with the Honda thing is that the reverse is where you would expect drive to be. That that kind of pull down to go, yes. like it feels like a, like a downward motion yeah. of a shifter, like you would normally Agreed. expect. Yeah. And it and then you go backwards and hit stuff. 
Yeah, I, I understand. That's that's a bit of an issue. I also take like I, I don't like Mercedes column shifter because it feels like a minivan. It makes well, your you, S class feel, feel like a minivan real quick. Yeah, but then my problem isn't even that. Like I get it that they did it to clean up space in the center console. My problem is that if you drive literally anything else, like let's say you're you have this and your spouse has a different car, or the other way around, you're used to the wipers being in in that place, and then you go to flick it up to just miss the wipers, and you're in neutral at 120 on the highway. <laughs> And that has definitely happened to me. See, I've gone the other way on that, where, like, anytime I drive a Mercedes, I'm infected with it for, like, three weeks. And any other car I get into, I go to, like, brush my hand down and put it in the drive. Any it? other car. It's, like, it's an infection. Wow. It's I, ridiculous. I would not guess that that would become second nature. Yeah, it, I'm not a fan I of I don't Mercedes understand stock. how or why, because I don't like it. But it, it's, it's a, I guess, it's an intuitive place for it. It works. Cleans up a lot of space. Long Cleans up a lot of space. Like it, fair, is the, it is, it is that Germanic sensibility. Like why would you not do this? This is perfect. It reminds me. <laughs> Your of hands having, are already here. Reminds me of having to drive around a, a purple '99 Dodge Caravan to high school. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, but it works. Wait, you were cool enough to have a car in high school. It wasn't mine. Well, I'm, you I'm think aware. I chose to have a Dodge Caravan? No, no, no. I'm saying, but you were you're like, mom and dad let you said, okay, here you go. Take, please take the car. Really? Yeah. Legit? Yeah. You when my dad quote-unquote, made it, and we got our first Lexus, like, I would take that to school. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I was, no. My dad would never let me touch his his, uh, his Lexus. Mick yeah. is still not allowed to drive his dad's car. <laughs> I'm barely allowed to drive Honestly, it's kind of amazing. I made, I made this joke with his father at his wedding that, that like, it would, like he's, Nick is still not allowed to move the man's car, like, it, uh, it, 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 helping the man park it at the church or whatever. He's, like, Nick was not allowed to. No. <laughs> at least tell me, like, it's not, like, a Buick Enclave or something. It's a base model legacy. Oh, it's a legacy. Oh. And he's not. You've seen yeah. Nick's Instagram handle, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick's Instagram handle is Legacy, like Lega S E E. In case yeah. anyone wants to stalk him in his extremely interesting life, but the point is, his he may, he is so he has he has these issues at home from not being allowed to drive his father's car. Yeah. So he he got so upset about it that he actually made a Instagram handle dedicated to his father's car. Yeah, that's exactly one day. Exactly how it went. <laughs> yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so the ridge line, yeah, the ridge line. Um, um, I, okay, can I can I can I hop out of soapbox for a second? No. Can we all agree that this is probably going to be a reliable vehicle that we can trust to last for years? Oh, yes, for sure. It drives great. It is comfortable. It, yes. it is quiet. It has yep. excellent seats. It has a fantastic powertrain. It's reasonably good on gas. Seats are not excellent, but that's subjective. Carry on. Reasonably capable. The the bed is useful-ish. It, the storage thing also, under the bed is great. It's also arguably as much truck as most people. Need. As much or more than most people will ever need. Oh, totally. Yep. And we all hate it because of how atrocious the infotainment is. Like, yes. like, what does that say about, like, where we are, where cars are in the industry as a whole? Where, like, a stupid old piece of dashboard software wrecks the entire experience. Well, look, I think... Of an otherwise, like, a car that has the fundamentals down fucking nailed. So I had this thought about <clears throat> this exact infotainment system in, like, 2014 mm -hmm. yeah, when it was on the previous, like, the old two generations ago Accord, and it was bad then. Mm, and then yeah. and then CarPlay came around, and I was like, oh, okay, you know what, when that's added. So this is that system, but it has CarPlay in it. My problem is CarPlay, and it being wired is not even the problem, because th either whether it has wireless or wired CarPlay, it depends on the car, whatever, sure. right? Yeah. But when you have CarPlay plugged in, and I am a avid CarPlay user, it's still slow and laggy and cuts out sometimes, and it's 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 irritating. So yeah, even, you're right. It, that yeah, is where even the, with that a is physical where we, connection. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because wow. there's just no power in it to drive it because it's so old. But <laughs> that's that's right. That's what I keep trying to hammer home with like these disposable cars and their here and now tech is that like that tech ages out. Yes. And then it feels like shit and it wrecks the entire rest of it. Yep. Bring yeah. back the single din radios. I, I mean, I, I think we're probably getting to a point within the next few years where the tech will be it'll become like phones where it's we're already there good enough no well the ridgeline suggests that we're not <laughs> sorry i i miss i missed uh, i misunderstood where you were going with that I, I, just, I see what you mean yeah you know like every like you could your phone could be five years old and it's fine like yeah. now i My think we're gonna get old, there it's fine <laughs> um yeah i think we're getting there especially with carplay and android auto like that'll become it won't matter but it's, it's an also, industry standard yeah yep, but it's yeah. also like it's just a when you're buying a new car, you want it to feel new. Like, that's yeah, part of it. and that like, doesn't, right? And doesn't, no. And, like, the controls, the the gauges, like, everything yeah, feels... Everything old. feels very... Not even last gen, like, a couple gens ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, which would all be kind of forgivable. Like, Nissan did this for a long time, too, where, like, all their stuff was, like, 80 gens ago. But it was 
cheap. This is a fifty-eight thousand dollar truck. Well, the Forerunner and Tacoma yeah. are kind of that. Yeah, and they are kind of that, but they're because also like Tacoma now, and there's inevitably a new Forerunner. But like yeah. the current Forerunner that Imran had a couple months ago was, you know, is about as old as we are. Exactly, yeah. it was fossil, and, we, and like y'all panned it for being expensive and ancient too. Yeah. And hold up, fifty-eight grand. Yeah. Really? Fifty-six, fifty-eight. It's like it was knocking on sixty. It was, it was, it was, black it, was it was over sixty out the door. Is the black edition the top trim? Like yeah. it's based off the touring yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so it goes like ex, exl. Touring, I forget what it's whatever. And yeah, then touring and then black. But it's edition. it's white. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the seats are red. That is correct. They're like two tone, but it says yeah. black edition. The seats that have black correct. edition all over it. Yeah. When did black okay. edition become a thing, and why? Like I know, like I think Mercedes Nissan started. Does, it. Nissan does midnight edition. Yeah. Hey, that was your first. Audi does black optics. It was. No, it wasn't a midnight edition. That was my third press. Conference. Oh yeah, the uh, <laughs> because you guys fucking, hated uh, me. <laughs> Murano midnight edition. You had a Murano press car in like the last five yes. years. Yeah, it was, it was my third press car. Do they still make Muranos? Yes, they do. And there's exactly the same no. as uh, exactly what you think they are. And they have a very smooth V6. Yep. Yeah, but made it to a CVT. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you, guys, do you guys remember the convertible? Yeah, the Murano Cross Cabriolet. <laughs> those are those are actually unironically cool. Yeah, I actually no. had one of those as a press car no. in the U.S. in nice. like many years ago, many many years ago. It was uh, yep, it's You're exactly what you think it is. Driving the California coast. I also remember having a Range Rover Evoque convertible press oh, car. Oh yeah, yeah, those were convertibles. That was weird. Yep. Yeah, it was in February. I drove top down. <laughs> as you do. But anyway, sorry. I don't know why black edition is a thing. It's it, like people like blacked out wheels and trim and stuff. And yeah. I just don't understand. I like in, earlier on, Nathan was getting very like angry about something. There's a vein popping right out the side. <laughs> oh, of the probably head. just because I'm just sitting leaning over the I mic. See. Okay. Yeah, I see. I thought you were about to punch me or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but no, no. My problem is when when black edition first came out on the pilot and probably the ridge line. Um, they were there was like a black vehicle, blacked out wheels, um, mirrors and stuff. That this is white. Yeah, and now, I didn't now it's just an arbitrary edition. trim thing that yeah. everyone's doing. Like I think Mercedes started with like the SLK fifty five in like oh seven. The black series? series. Black series. Yeah, yeah, yes. the black series. But those are worth stupid money. Why? They were stupid money, and yeah, they weren't. Yeah, 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 that was different. They, they weren't black either. Meaningful upgrades too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Black edition <laughs> now. Like every, every company, even Rolls Royce has a black edition, and it's just black badge. Some variety yes. of black something or other. Yep. You're and right. It, and black, it's not actually anything. You're right, because you can get a black badge rolls in a color that's not black as well. Because it's Rolls Royce and you can like hand get hand painted like any friggin' panel of your car or so, whatever color you so want. So what is black on this original? I saw the grill is black. But they look like cheap steelies. Yeah. I actually didn't even yeah. notice. It's kinda of dark outside. The seats right now. have black edition embroidered into them. But the like seats are red. red. Yeah. They're like black with like red inserts, like black leather with like red inserts. So that people know you're badass. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, nice. Mm. nice. Yeah. Black or, is would, most... would you would y'all drop sixty grand to be badass in this truck at? No, definitely. Because because no. you're not getting because you're getting to real truck territory. The same at this money, point. I'll just buy a regular pilot. Yeah. And then borrow a friend's truck. The odd time I have a dining table to move. The thing yeah. is, like the Ridgeline compared to you're saying like a real truck. Yeah, and like you can get into like a full size real truck ass truck for someone who's not for someone who's not, um, I guess, manly enough for a twenty five hundred series truck. Why does he have to be a masculinity? Maybe you just, (laughs) maybe you just need to fit it in places. Maybe you don't need like. It, the the Ridgeline does drive uniquely well. It is the best driving exactly. thing with the bed in the world. So I will say, like, yeah, I will say for <clears> someone who's just not a pickup guy, yeah, like driving it around would it was very comfortable. Yeah, like, it was like yeah. I could see why people yeah. would. Okay, I want a somewhat of a truck bed just in case. Yeah, um, as a daily car, like it's yeah. it's no, that's outside, outside they, of the infotainment, like they, it drives well. They serve a niche. Like a lot of the people I know that have Ridgeline do they work in catering or do a lot of gardening? Oh, okay, hmm. yeah. You know a lot of people with Ridgelines? Four. Oh, really? <laughs> Actually? <laughs> no, because he's like, a lot of people I know with Ridgelines, they but, do but this or that. I'm like, you know a lot of people with But it's I a know. 100% survey sample. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, Speaking of real trucks, Nathan, you got a, uh, you have the Silverado uh, 2500 yes, High Country. Yes, I have the recently facelifted uh, 24 Chevy Silverado 2500 HD. It's the High Country trim, which comes with everything in the kitchen sink. Mm, Jansy boy. Uh, and the Duramax diesel, Ooh. and the Allison transmission, Ooh. and I love it. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It's I don't okay. I don't mean to trying to figure out how to say this diplomatically without shit talking. So <laughs> a few weeks ago, I had an F two fifty right yeah. limited. So like a similarly loaded, yep, big ass truck that mm-hmm. was even bigger ass because it had an eight foot bed. <laughs> um, and like that thing had more power. 
had a much greater towing capacity, um, looked generally more chunky and manly and mm-hmm. stuff. If if that's what you're into, that's what you're looking for. Truck for men. Big truck for men. <laughs> and like 1,200 foot pounds. Like the thing is yeah. stupidly fast. Yeah. Like for something that big, it's like moronically quick. Uh, the Silverado does not do that. It's down 200 foot pounds. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel fast. It feels strong, but it doesn't feel right. fast, which isn't a bad thing. It's a no, tool. It's not a hot rod. Yeah. yeah. Um, what it does have going for it is that it doesn't feel like a bus. The F-250 mm, okay. always felt like a bus with its solid front axle and, like, very trucky, yeah. rattly, framey things. The Silverado doesn't do that. It doesn't shudder nearly as much. It has independent front suspension, which some will take or leave, depending on, like, bah, I need to throw my truck off a cliff. Yeah. It needs to be a solid <laughs> front end. Bah. So maybe you can't do that with this, but it's still more than tough enough for anything. It can still tow, yeah. like, 18,000 pounds. Um and, like, when I first fired this thing up, I didn't know it was a diesel. I didn't know what I was getting into. I was given the keys, go to the big truck. Okay, yeah. I fired it up. I wasn't sure it was a diesel. Like, what? this is how smooth and refined this powertrain is. I'm so impressed with it. Yeah. It drives great. It has the same cabin as the 1500, you know. Um, which is already a nice cabin. Which is a really nice cabin. Yeah. The thing's great. I'm in love with it. And so it's, like, that's 116 grand, so it's 10 less than the Super Duty I had. Or that. <laughs> but you like you generally liked the f-250 as well i generally like the f-250 and then getting into the silverado it's like okay this maybe might not be like as extreme level capable right and like it is two feet shorter so that there does there is that element to consider so it's got the six foot bed i think six or six and a half i can't remember to be honest whereas the f-250 had an eight foot bed like Mm. crazy long heavy duty actually usable it's like super usable bed um yeah, this just drives like noticeably better in exchange for that extreme caliber of capability. And you don't find that in pickups uh, often. No, the, the fact that they actually ride well, like very well. This has like the Rams, like very nice, serene-ish car. I don't want to say car, but like not industrial bus ride quality. Yeah. without having to resort to air suspension. It, it's an impressive mm. truck. Engine's great. The transmission, the Allison transmission. I've never known what people were always talking about. Oh, I gotta get me a truck with an Allison transmission. They last forever. Holy fuck, it's magic. It's so really? good. It is the ZF8 of truck transmissions. Mm. Like just seamless, you mean? Totally seamless. Oh, all right. It's like imperceptible, smooth, reads your mind, knows when you need to kick down. It's perfect. And you said it has how much torque? 975 foot-pounds. Only? Only 975 foot-pounds. Yeah, the way he casually, like, and you said the F-250 has 12... So the F two fifty That's a deal breaker. Well you know? so so the F two fifty there's there's the six seven power stroke and then yeah. the six seven power stroke high output. Okay. The regular one has yeah. ten fifty. Okay. So like kinda negligibly more. And then the high output new for this year has twelve hundred, like class leading by a mile. Well, I feel like we need to try towing things. Like or pulling things. Let's pull stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, your house would you be right can we Can we try it on that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just pull a house. 1,200 pound feet? House. I feel like it would. Uh, I, I, see, I was thinking about this whole towing thing. Maybe we should just, when we tow things with these big-ass heavy-duty trucks, should we just compare it to my Touareg V10 TDI and see if it'll uh, out-tow it that? works? It's working perfectly. I'm taking yeah. it home tonight. Are you sure yes. about that? Pretty but, sure about that? But in, I'm in, fairly sure. In, I'm fairly confident. I've that had this make... truck for four days. It has started every time. Can you say that? <laughs> yes, actually. My Touareg has never not okay, started. Okay, it's always started, but like, come on. <laughs> I know what you asked, and I know what I answered. Your truck started, my Touareg started. Okay. Also, on how many conversations, how much torque does that Touareg have? 550 foot-pounds. Yeah. So, and how many conversations would you have essentially half the amount compared to the next car, which is the F-250? I'm just saying, uh, do you not remember the commercial where the Touareg pulled a 747 plane? Yeah, it's on wheels. I could push a 747. Go. Go push one right I'll now. We'll do it right now. I'll be hey, right maybe Rush can... Uh, ma- we'll, 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 we'll go to Pearson right after we're done and see if you can push a, push a freaking jet. Um, speaking of Volkswagens, Ron, tell us about what you're driving. I have the... I gotta make to say this right because I say Taos, but apparently it's it's Taos. like how you say Audi. You also Audi. Wait, hang on. Do I say Audi or is it? Wait, no, is it Taos? Maybe it's Taos. Is it Taos? I've it's never Taos. thought of it's this. Taos. Oh, we're sure of this. I went on the launch. 
years okay. ago. It's Taos. Um, it sounds more German? I listened to you people on a, on, on this podcast a few weeks ago. Yeah, what do you mean you people? I was driving you three. <laughs> I was driving into work that morning, and I heard Nimran say, blah, 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 Audi. And then, and, and then I'm uh, like, I, I'm going to... And I wanted like to point out. He doesn't that even I sound like that. You that. did. You did. And by, by the time I was like, I made a mental note to myself to abuse him. Yeah. As soon as I got to the office and could use my phone, I, that I would abuse him about it. By that time, you guys already berated him about it. So there's nothing more for me to do. Yeah, but not, anyway, so Audi and Tails. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Carry on. Still not changing. Yeah. Where does the name uh, come from, though? Like, like I, I like Volkswagens, but their naming convention is nobody a, can a little spell drunk Tourette sometimes. Correctly. Nobody. Yeah. 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 But anyway, it's it's. Pretty good. It's like comes in around the forty thousand dollar mark. Um, well, yours is pretty decked too. Like, yeah, yeah. it is. A, it is a high line. Um, it it looks pretty good. Even actually, my wife was commenting. She she loves the way it looks. Mm -hmm. I I was a little surprised. I thought it's a little run of the mill Volkswagen ish, yeah. uh, which is not a bad. Yeah, thing, but run of the mill Volkswagen is like clean, attractive. like clean, yeah, yeah. handsome, yeah. very like, typical. Well. Like, yeah. kind of punches above its weight a little bit. Spent yeah. like in higher trims with like nicer paint wheels and stuff. Like yeah. they look kind of expensive. Yeah, yeah. Those wheels are pretty funky too. I don't know if you guys saw them. Like they're that machined. Uh, yeah, they look nice. Look, they look pretty funky. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a handsome little um, car. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, infotainment wise, speaking of the interior, so uh, having just gotten out of an yeah. Atlas Cross Sport, which has their new infotainment, yep. and then having owned the new GTI as mm -hmm. well, um, I'm a little torn because this is a step behind. A generation behind, yep. um, but not a step behind. <laughs> yeah, so I no, yeah. corrected myself well, there yeah. a little bit because it's kind of <laughs> like in some ways I'm like it feels a little old, but usability but it wise, it's yeah. so much better. Mm -hmm. Unlike the Ridgeline's infotainment, this VW's uh, quote unquote older infotainment actually works well. Works yeah. really well, a because it's not that old, and b because yeah. it, it's actually great. Like it's really well designed. It's super customizable. It's really easy to figure out. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. it's fantastic. There's no learning curve to it. Yeah, yep. the uh, the gauge cluster is even that being a generation behind is still fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then is it a generation? But no, it's a uh, fully digital. No, it is, but it's like. I, the graphics wise, it's, it's oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think I yeah. think the Taos is still like kind of like Mark Seven Point Five ish. It is. Yeah, it yeah. Is. yeah, it's, yeah. Not it's quite very the Mark Seven Point Five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, overall, I like it. Uh, the fact that the HVAC controls are real HVAC controls is yeah, freaking amazing. Yeah, um, I tested the Atlas because my GTI is. Uh, I got rid of it. One of the one of the reasons was I hated those touch controls. Like they were atrocious. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, the Atlas is a little bit newer. Maybe it's a little bit better. It is not. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah, I was I, hoping they would have refined on that. Yeah. I don't know if that. Like pull what Honda did years ago and realize we've made a mistake. Let's backpedal and put some physicality back into this thing. Yeah, or illumination. But like we've gotten into that. Like, <laughs> um, but like my test was. Can you do the double tap for the heated seats to come on? Because if you double tap the yeah. climate control, the heated seats are supposed to come on. It was like 70% accurate. I fully maintain once you master that learning curve with full, and you've set up your shortcuts properly, VW's new infotainment system isn't that bad. That being said, I still hate the touch-based uh, climate controls right. and the volume slider because they don't fucking light up at night. So even though this, ta this ta Taos... <coughs> is one generation behind. I still prefer it. I still prefer the old system. The Taos? Yeah, yeah I, I'd, I was. I'd say so as well. Yeah, same thing. Like I think it's. I think it's better. Yeah, and like I can. I don't mean this as a slight against the Golf, but I can see how this killed the Golf because it's like everyone needs an SUV, even though it's not really an SUV. It's just kind of a slightly taller car it's thing, roomier. but it's a lot roomier. Yeah. It looks great. It drives <laughs> great. It handles well. It's quiet. It's easy on gas. It's it, it's got good feedback. Like this thing does everything right except the trans response. You were right. You commented on this. Yeah. It is pretty it's dull. It's I see. I didn't get jerky. I found it refused to jerk. It was incredibly dull. <laughs> it was jerky. And I was. When I, when I was what's so funny Sorry, Imran what's so, why don't you like this what's so funny about I'm me saying it refused to jerk <laughs> but yeah no I, uh, I, I like to jerk may, for me maybe yeah. Nick and I had a different experience with it yeah. I'm glad you had better luck than I did no I thought like there were, there, were, there, there was a situation I thought we were having a nice time I don't know what went wrong on uh, <laughs> he kept jerking <laughs> who was jerking <laughs> Um, anyway, I had a situation. People are incorrigible. On, <laughs> on the highway, on my way here, 
Um, I went to switch lanes and I, you know, put the pedal down and it just did not kick down for like a solid two seconds. It's not the dual and clutch, is it? It's no, not the dual clutch. No. no. And it was like, okay. it was like objectively dangerous. Like I was expecting some mm. power yeah. and it was nothing. It doesn't help um, that it has the 1.4, which is not overly powerful. See, to, I, to I, did, I have no complaints of that engine. No, like, I don't, it, I don't it doesn't sound tiny. It doesn't feel tiny. Like it's punchy. It sounds more refined than the Colorado Canyon I had last yeah. week. Like it's, it's a relatively good little four banger that hides its small sewing machine appliance nature mm. incredibly well. Just that trans really lets it down. Yeah, the trans does, needs yeah. to be on the ball to kick it into higher revs so the thing will move, and it just doesn't. Yeah, it does. Even in sport mode, it just refuses to. And the thing is, is like when these some of these transmissions, some of these cars we drive, like they're using older tech or whatever. Um, and I want to kind of bring up the, and I think we talked about it last week or a couple of weeks ago, but the, the CX-30 yeah. uh, from Mazda. Yeah, we talked about it off mic um, too. Just yeah, now. and that has a six-speed automatic, which is a little bit ancient as well. Um, I don't remember having those same issues uh, yeah. at all. Yeah, because it's all down to calibration. Like, yeah. like this trans could be saved easily. It's not a hardware fault. It's just calibration. It's like it's looking for an input from the pedal and trying to give a response based on that, and it's mm -hmm. just not set up yeah. right in this particular application. Because in other applications, it's fine. Yeah. It's interesting that you bring, bring up the CX-30 again because they they basically top out at the same price point. They're they're basically at forty grand. Yeah, as and tested, I, fully loaded. And I would say, like, as good as the Taos is, and it is good, like, you're not making a bad decision if you're Says if the you're guy wearing the GTI up. hat right now. <laughs> R.I.P. And then now. Uh, <laughs> He's wearing it because it was free, not because he likes the car. Right, that's right. He um, the car, I swear. But, uh, I should give this to you. <laughs> I, yes. Wait, yo, did it come with a car? No. Oh. Uh, no, this is a, this you is paid a, money for it. This is a AliExpress purchase, actually. Ah, very good, very really? good. Really? Yeah. You right. spent money for that? Yeah, I think probably like three dollars. Is AliExpress like? Okay, fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, but uh, but yeah, so the Taos is good until you drive a CX30. Uh, a CX30, yeah. I feel like is leagues better. Yeah. Uh, I think it feels more luxurious. I think it looks more premium. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it drives yeah, significantly better, has way more power. Um, I don't think the Taos is really better in any capacity. Uh, it probably has a little more interior it's volume. I was going to say, it's being pragmatic, roomier. I think it, it, it's quite a bit roomier yeah. Yeah. and has better visibility. Yeah. And Mass I, has always sure, struggled yeah, with like yeah. cargo space and, yeah. rear seats and rear seat accommodations. The yeah. 630 is it's better than the Mazda 3. It's leagues ahead of the CX-3 that's now long gone. But uh, but it's still pretty tight back there. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is small, and I, that's one of the things I commented in actually my my written review was that like it's it's barely a lifted Mazda three yeah. hatchback, right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's it's the most in all the best crossover <laughs> yeah. crossover in existence. Mm -hmm. um, it's effectively a car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So yeah, as long as the space is not an issue, that's the one to go. If yeah. you're like a empty nester or something like that, like get a CX thirty. Yeah. And I do see a lot of empty nesters go for these um, subcompact crossovers. Yeah, just, yeah, the right yeah I've, I've noticed this too because they're easy to get into and easy to see out of. Yep, mm -hmm. that's that's yeah. the thing. Visibility mm -hmm. is pretty important. I mean, we were just talking about like Nick's parents; they're they're empty nesters. Yeah, they're looking my dad's for a, loosely c considering replacing the their legacy and with, a, with a Forester, a legacy <laughs> wagon. No, no, that's not happening. No, they want something nicer. It so does, a CX-30 it, is and like... It's funny because we were talking about, like he was, Nick was saying that his mom could use, would like something like a Q5 or something just to have something like nice. Like a CX, yeah. Like so I, right. Like a CX-30 is like a decent option. Yeah. Maybe not the, ta <clears throat> maybe not, maybe not the Taos because like they don't need this. Need space. They don't care yeah. about the exterior volume. They just get like the odd time they need to lug their grandkids around. Yeah. Like CX30 very the CX thirty is just fine. Um or maybe even like a CX fifty. Just because it looks all the a little I bit cooler. I thought about that today as a passer on the highway. They still yeah. look pretty good. They, they look, look great. They look way cooler they than the CX. Nailed that they do look they do look super cool. I think yeah. I have yeah. that next week. Yeah, you do. You yeah. do yeah. Yeah. turbo. Yeah. yeah. So like that, that yeah. that would be great for like people like Nick's parents because yep. the visibility out the back might be better than the CX thirty. And in talking to like 
my parents and my in-laws about this like visibility is becoming a challenge in a lot of these newer vehicles yeah um just because everything mm-hmm. is going to this everything has to be swoopy with a really exactly. high and you can't see out of, you can't see yeah. out of it and like it's, and like there's an implication here that old people need this i am not old people as much as yeah. i <laughs> joke that i am old people no it's and, true, and yeah. like visibility is so huge it's what i love yeah. about old shit boxes i like visibility yeah. is so key this is why my wife liked her volvo v90 so much is yeah. because you can see of, out the, of it. the visibility and like yeah. anything she can yep. get into now it's like well it, like she just likes having large windows and uh, like as much as i don't like these like something like a forester or an outback just because they're so slab sided with huge windows yeah um like, yeah, yeah i appreciate that pragmatic greenhouse yeah. layout like it just yeah. mm-hmm. it might not be like the sexiest most like chic thing on the market yeah. but like you can fucking see out of it and yep. that's so huge no yeah. i agree and yeah. there's a level of confidence you get driving yeah, so right? much more yeah. and especially like for someone like my mom like who is like kind of a like weird vertigo thing like newer cars with like small little like gunslit windows and windshields and shit like Camaro. they they look <laughs> but like, your mom like, is cooler than the norm because she has a new bronco two-door stick with steelies and the thing she raves about so much about it is the flat windshield that <laughs> doesn't distort her view right yeah. we're sitting with like a little narrow gun to the windshield it's like it, it looks like the world is attacking her whereas like in a, with a larger just frame of the world yep it's like it's an optical thing. You just everything is kind of visibly coming at you yeah. slower, and That's, it's so much easier to process, and you're just way more comfortable in your vehicle. That really stuck out uh, with the Mazda three. Um, when I've had like like various Mazda three press cars over the the current gen, rear visibility sucks in those things. Mm. But the the six thirty does improve that a little bit. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I don't recall feeling that sort of either claustrophobia yeah. or, or. You're also used to newer cars. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. But it I was feel very like... hard for me when I got into this line of work. That was very difficult for me. Yeah, but you also yeah. own like really old cars. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to fish balls. I, I'm aware. So it's like, <laughs> but see, Imran is, is normal and has owned like normal, right. like, modern-ish cars. Yeah, but for someone who like there, are, I think there's a lot of people who know that who know that they need the visibility of something like say a Volvo or a Subaru, like the typical like more boring pragmatic like the stereotypical kind of vehicles yeah. like that, they can't articulate why. It's because they feel more comfortable because they can fucking see. Yeah. That's yeah. True. yeah I, th- that's I think true. there's a, like, a lot yeah. of people and, like that who and, don't know they're like that. And many of us, like, we forgive it because of... Because of, like, like blind sp- <laughs> and blind spot monitoring yeah. and, and things Cameras like that. And yeah. they're also, like, drivers. We really, like, yeah. we, we look where we need to go. We also are, are like, we like... Uh, impractical, stupid cars that we justify well, because, think, like, it, like regardless of the um, the visibility. The other big thing we tend to forget is that, like, all these press cars are all decked. They all have rear cameras, and they pretty much all have 360 cameras. Right. Not all cars are like this, and I would be fucking helpless without them. Absolutely helpless. Yeah. The, yeah. the Taos <laughs> do- actually doesn't have a 360. It, it actually doesn't have a 360 yeah. camera. I thought that was surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Is that common for the subcompact crossover class? The CX-30 though? has The one. CX-30 does. does. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The CX-30 had 360. Ben also mentioned the Corolla Cross hybrid he had last week also had a 360-degree yeah. camera. But it's kind it of is nice to, like, pull into the garage and, like, get around, like, tight spots and stuff. My, yeah, my it, daily it's has so it. It's, nice. it's nice. It is nice to see, like, when you pull in, it has a long nose. So just being able to get, get that front end really close to the end of the garage is, is nice. Yeah. Mm. For me, it's curbs. That's I was gonna say the yeah. same yeah. thing. Like it's just so much easier to yeah. park because everything is so high and has such a high waistline. You can't see like what's below no, four right. feet yeah. of the car. Like, Am I the only one here who can't park nose in for shit? Nose in? Nose yeah. in? Nose in? Nose in? Yeah, I like can't driving park. into yeah. a parking spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm better at backing. In. I'm better mm. at backing in. But the problem mm. is the one side of my garage you have to go nose in because yeah. it's like the the car on one side gets backed like, in, so right. both drivers' yeah, yeah. doors open into the center. My spot goes nose in. I cannot do that unless I have like like a 360 degree camera. Really? Yeah. Maybe you should be a better driver. Maybe I should be, but <laughs> but, but I reverse park fucking yeah, everywhere I yeah, go. So do but, I. Like I can't nose in for you shit. You know what's weird that like Canadians and also more so because of the car enthusiasts we surround ourselves with, um, like to reverse in. But try going to like Middle America anywhere, and you're the weirdo. 
Because everyone just goes nose in. All are... the all the parking spots in like the big ass Target super centers or whatever are angled mm-hmm. anyway, and like the laneways go one way well, each. It's it's very strange. Well, I think mm-hmm. I mean if you I think if you end up in like a Loblaws parking lot here, you'll yeah see most people most people nose in as well. Like the only the the reason but, you'll but see... you're but but you're not a weirdo if you back in here. There's no, enough no, no, people no. that do in yeah. the states. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. What are you doing? Taking so long getting into your damn spot? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they're driving big ass high. Countries like Nathan. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> so moving on from the this NPC mobile, the Taos. NPC mobile number one to NPC mobile number two. I got two. chirped for calling this an NPC mobile. Yeah, Nick. I, okay. Sorry, I wait. I have yet to drive this, but yep. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts because I thought that it would be cool. It feels weird calling calling a Mustang Mach-E an NPC mobile, and Nathan and I got kind of got into it last week. Um, whether or not I mean, I was right for 20 it minutes. should be called a Mustang. But I don't know. It's just something with a Mach-E. And this GT. is a GT, right? Yeah, this is a GT? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It just kind of didn't really live up to my expectations of like a performance EV. Have you acknowledged it has the warmest heated seats ever? Oh my God, it they're obnoxious. My they're butt. so it's, good. Yeah. It's actually pretty it. sweet. Oh, I have a backache. Can, can I take that home tonight? <laughs> no. I would, I would still. As soon as you said that, it reminded me of my F fifty six mini that I had because those would literally. My, my R fifty was would also scorch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like you throw pop tarts on these seats, come back twenty minutes yeah. later, like they'll be burned. Nobody listened to me. I've been saying <laughs> Your I eggs had, will be fried. The yeah. last time I had a Maki, I came back and I, I told the guys, I'm like, I remember nothing except how nice and warm the heated seats. I had one for like three weeks over Christmas a couple years yeah. ago. It was spectacular, just because of how warm the heated right. seats are. Yeah. And you remote start this thing, and it's just gr- the greatest thing ever. Yeah, okay. outside of the heated seats, that probably take off like forty clock of range apparently i lost four um, i lost four in my two kilometer yeah. test drive yeah range, <laughs> yeah range isn't great um isn't i think like 434 something like Ford that rates it at 400 plus in ideal conditions but i picked it up on monday with about th- with just under 350 that's a pretty big uh was it discrepancy full? it was cold no was it full yes like, it was full it oh, was full oh yeah and it's not even cold cold yet yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, Body, big problem. What also really surprised me was that it doesn't really do the whole on-off uh, switch, shove you into the seat kind of a thing that the that other performance EVs do. It kind of like eases into it a little bit, but before really. Oh, I disagree on that. Sorry, on-off like like the one pedal th- driving. You mean thing, acceleration? Or are you talking about it means sheer acceleration. Oh, like, okay. like, 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 kick you back in your seat. You don't get that. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't really get that. Wait, I, no, I disagree with you too. I think that thing really? is, yeah, will go. Wait. Are you sure you're in the fast mode? I think the only I thing bridled. Yeah, I think the I'm only thing that I think is good at is being quick. <laughs> like it is respectably quick, but like I, I was expecting the whole on-off switch kind of a thing. Well, it's not. A, it's not a two hundred thousand dollar Porsche Taycan. It, it slams on pretty good. And also, it's cold out. It's kind of like scrambling for grips and like. Because it's EV and because it is super direct drive, it's just like trying to modulate that power as it puts it down. Hmm. And I found like if you try doing that in a corner, it feels really weird because it'll, it'll like try to have fun and it, then like, wait, wait a minute. No, 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 no. It likes to kick out the back end. I, really? I, 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 that's not the impression I got. I thought really? I, I, I got the impression I got was more of a ah! like, <laughs> really? I, I thought it was awkward have, and like, weird. How do we have two completely different driving experiences with this same I, car. I, do, I don't know because I come at things more differently but both of you were meh on it okay so here, so here's my thing it is very quick like that this is the biggest problem I had with the Mach-E we had last week was that it was bland and whatever and all the kind of issues we have with Mach-E's and also slow this fixes that right um, it is not slow but it's also kind of weirdly not fast. It's crazy quick off the line. It feels like super urgent, especially yeah. in unbridled mode. Mm. Um, but like above 120, it falls flat on its face. There is absolutely really? nowhere to go on the highway. Like my stupid yeah. old 40-year-old 200-horsepower shitbox would absolutely destroy yeah. it above 120. I, it's I, actually I, crazy. I 120. 120 kilometers an Holy. hour. Holy. Yeah. And it just falls flat on its face. Like there's nobody home. It's kind of, I don't know if it's like a, a limiting thing, a restricting thing, or the way Ford's calibrated the battery so as to not deliver that much power for that yeah. long, or if it's just kind of short gearing. So I, I just, it's it's weird where it's like, oh my God, it's so fast. Not fast. What the fuck? Off the line. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like the interior, though. I kind of like that textured uh, fabric that's 
that uh, run, runs along the dashboard. Yeah. Um, it really, it reminds me of, and Addy knows this, it reminds me of the sweaters that I usually wear. It, it's it's fully Nick sweater fabric, and I love it. It's like a TV static kind of thing. It's great. Um, <laughs> interior is great. It's, it's well put together. I don't mind the infotainment, actually. The infotainment's it's not bad. I just, I just don't like the, I just don't like how derivative it is of Tesla's. Yeah, that's my the biggest whole, thing. The whole portrait tablet. Yeah, the big yeah, ass portrait screen. tablet. Yeah. I actually don't mind the infotainment either. It's fine. Like it works. It works very well. Yeah, I took yeah. one of these. Uh, we had another Mach-E last week. I took it downtown, and it was fine. It's I, probably the best car Ford makes. Like it, like in terms of build quality, yes. drivability, yeah. like NVH. It's probably the best car Ford makes. I so just, I, I, they have this like video on YouTube about the whole like build process and and whatnot. And they seem like very passionate about this thing. Well, um, yeah. What are they going to do? Like, show fucking Tim Dickass who doesn't care? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Tim. No, but the fact that they made, it's like... Friday afternoon, like, I got to slam yeah. this shit together so I can go home and get wasted. Like, no. Dude, um, <laughs> He's not on camera. <laughs> Who's buying this? I know no one because I know, they're not I selling. I see a lot of them. I see a, them, I see but, a good chunk of them. But the, yeah. the reason that there's so many on dealer lots right now is because they made too many because when they couldn't build any... Too many people ordered them, and then those people went and bought Teslas because Tesla was cranking out cars during right. the shortage, like yeah. no tomorrow. So those people canceled their orders, Ford gave them their money back. Now they have a bajillion of them sitting on dealer lots that you can get as a steal. I actually would happily buy one of these. I really like the Maki as an orb zero fucks given commuter. I really like EVs for that, and I would happily do a Maki. It's one of the like two or three that I would how, do. How much is it worth? I have no idea. Probably this a is, billion thousand. This dollars. is the problem with the GT. Oh yeah, the GT is like ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, isn't it's, it? no, it, no, I don't our, want that one. Our single motor was eighty six. Sorry, I looked it up. Mm. Eighty two. I was mistaken. It was eighty two. Okay, week. but a base one is in like the sixties. I have that. <clears throat> yeah, but a base one doesn't have range or nice things. You like nice I, things and range. I don't need range. So wait, GT. Okay, but, I you like, from okay, the but, but you like nice things, and the base one doesn't have nice things. I don't need nice things in in the in my EV commuter. As long as I have heated seats and steering wheel and CarPlay, I'm happy. I don't think those are standard. CarPlay oh, for sure, but heated oh. seats. Bro, heated wheel. seats have to be standard. No, heated seats in Canada are definitely absolutely standard. standard, man. I can't think of a single car that, that does not come with heated okay, seats. Okay, but would you standard. actually take one of these over something like, say, a comparable Hyundai product? Uh, yeah, a retro-styled Hyundai product that is not derivative of a Mustang. I I, I would be hard pressed to make that decision. I, I I actually those are I like the Ionic Five. Yeah, I like the Ionic Five, and I like the Mach-E. Those would be my two choices in the yeah. EV, current EV offerings. Yeah, this one is uh, just over ninety-five as tested. Really? Yes. And how much is it's that? like nine more than the single motor we had last week? Ninety-five thousand dollars. So you're over a hundred G's. Now you're also having to as pay tested. Lux tax. Ooh. As tested. How much is an Ionic Five? Well, like sixty-five, like, like fully this, loaded, like a spec'd out one, probably. Are you serious? Admittedly, probably no. A like we're talking performance. Like, I don't know. I'd yeah, st- like the, the thing is, the, the Mach E GT is one of the faster EVs you can buy. Yeah, but so is the in, yeah, in its own weird way. Five so, so is the Genesis GV60 performance, and that's like eighty-two fully loaded. Yeah, and then there's also like this Ionic N that's coming. That's going to be like six hundred and seventy odd horsepower for probably in and around the same range as this Mach E. I shouldn't okay. speculate. That's a, that's know, but that then becomes a tough sell. That beca- yeah, that, that's that's yeah. This is the problem. I I don't know. Machi is not a bad vehicle. I think yeah. it's the best car Ford makes. It is really well put together. I just wish they didn't call it a Mustang. Yeah, we talked about this last week. Let's not get into this again. I just yeah. I don't know. I have a bit of a vendetta against it. It drives pretty good. It's a except, marketing move. It was a great marketing. It was move. a great it marketing sense. move. Yeah. I agree with you. They should have mm-hmm. used Galaxy Thunderbird. I agree with all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. So, speaking of nice, quiet, comfy cars, uh, so oh, way back, playback. So a lot of us uh, recently spent some time in a W140 Generation S class, which we, which Nathan played with extensively last week. I took it for a weekend too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, for those who may I not be familiar, let, let's set the stage a little bit. So I briefly touched on this last yeah. week. Um, so the W140 is Mercedes chassis code. They manufactured this car. From 90... 92. 92. Uh, late, late production year yeah, 91. Yeah, late 91 to 99. Yeah. Um, and this had a reputation of being, like, the biggest, most ostentatious, most decadent, most technologically laden, most ridiculous car Mercedes had ever made. And arguably is still up there in that upper mm-hmm. echelons of, like, the most ridiculous car yeah. Mercedes has ever put together. Um, and we've had a really nice last year S500 floating around the shop. And I drove it last week. 
I drove it for a weekend. Uh, yeah, I stole it one evening for yeah. dinner. Yeah. When we talked about it last week, it was only me that had driven it, and now yeah. you've all played with it. Thoughts? Oh, it's it's. Okay. What do you think of this old car with two hundred thousand kilometers on it? It is like the. It is so gangster. Like I, yeah. I, I don't know how to put it in words. I felt like a villain yeah, driving it. You're just a mob boss. So I have a long history of being in love with older S classes. Oh, um, one of the first big boy toys I bought myself was an '88 560 SEL, okay. which was a previous generation before this one. Uh, I bought it then because it's the one I found. I always that's a 126 body, I, mm. which is 82 to 91. Uh, I always wanted a late 140, which is what this is in black. This one has the ballistics package. It's super, super freaking cool. Oh, oh Guys, I didn't like, know this. So this is a black. It has monoblock wheels on it. It is exactly. It's long wheelbase, like all V8 gas cars were. Um, it is everything that I would want my perfect 140 to be. Um, it's just not the right time for me, uh, be, but I would absolutely purchase this into my own collection and keep it for the rest of my fucking life it's because I gem. love it so much. I drove it for a weekend, um, highway driving, uh, city driving. It's so buttery smooth. I think the, the beauty of the later 140 is that it drives modern enough. Like yep. you can whip that wheel with your finger yep. and it lock to lock. Um, and it still has all of the character of an old car. Like it has yeah. that stately styling, that big three pointed star on the hood, yep. that, that door closed sound that everyone kind of resonates with old Mercedes. Um, two car phones. Uh, yeah. There's one built into the dash, <laughs> one in the console. Um, and from there, they actually sell kits because obviously that network is long gone. They actually sell kits to blue, retrofit Bluetooth into that handset. No way. It's a wired handset. It's a corded handset. <laughs> That's and, awesome. and it's actually not a distracted driving fine because it's built into the car. You can legally still drive down the street and hold that wired car phone and say, hello, hello, this is Nathan. This is Nathan answering. This is me and my old chip box. Yes, excellent. <laughs> like, you can do that legally, and I think it's the most wicked car. I'm, I love this car. First of all, it's it's night. It's a night and day difference compared to your old uh, W126. Yep, yep. Uh, second of all, I'm I'm floored that you're tr that you're not trying harder to justify keeping this piece of shit. I no. Um, I think we have another topic later today as to why I won't. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. no, not the time for me. But it's in a sensational car. I'm glad to have played with it. I'm glad to have spent time with it. I'm hoping to spend some more time with it. Um, but beautiful car. Just, yeah. it's, it's just like, 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 like Nick, you don't even like big luxury cars like this. Like, I so, don't. So what's your takeaway? What floored me about it was the fact that it feels like much more solid, much more worthy of the three-pointed star than a lot of than a lot of uh, than a lot of Mercedes' current products. Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. It wafts. It sounds phenomenal. It goes and it looks. Gangster. Amazing! It, it looks like yeah. nothing. It else has on the road. so much presence. Like this, this yeah. is what like what I mean when a car is imposing. Yep. Has presence, just rolls yep. up and has its own magnetic field. This is yep. that car. Yeah, Can totally. Yeah. And it's it's not even like it's it's the exterior. It's the interior. Like yeah. before you yeah. even fire it up, I even like, like Luxo barges. Yeah, but yeah. it's like okay, it's old. Yes, obviously, but it's like everything about it: the wood, the folded leather on the Seats door, so like, just yeah, yeah, everything is yeah. just. Yeah. So and there's also gangster. something about money. Okay, like. Now I feel like this generation where people are around us, like you drive down the street in Mississauga or Oakville or Toronto and you could see three Lambos on any given day, yeah. even if you're in the middle of like, like Huracans, Aventadors, you see like Ferrari 488s, Californias, you see these cars around. 911s are a dime a dozen. Yeah, everyone's got a G-Wagon. Everyone's yeah. got a G-Wagon yep. um, and they're $300,000, but everyone yeah. has yeah, one, right? So, yeah. yep. so these cars are from an era, like when we grew up, we're all around, we're within five years of each other yep. all of us and when we were growing up you saw one of these going down the street mm -hmm. and s-class even if it was the ugly beige you see them going down the street and you're like that that guy has that's made money it. Like, that guy yeah. has made it and then like a new s-class doesn't do that right like in a, it or sorry it does it in a different way because you can finance yeah. the shit out of a new one like yep. the the terms of like the definition of having money was different then and what this car represented then versus now granted we were yeah. children then but like people like all of our fathers 
or mm-hmm. of our mothers yeah. would see that like Nathan's mom used to work for Mercedes and he's told us this years that years mm-hmm. ago there was some sort mm-hmm. of history there yep. that mm-hmm. she would lose her shit seeing this car right. like my dad was new in the country when these cars were new so these or like an R129 SL500 like those were the cars that like the executives drove in those days they lose their shit like you yeah. know yeah. it's 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 meanwhile, a thing. It, yeah, it's, meanwhile it's, a, today, it's a lasting symbol of success meanwhile today when you see something like a modern day ask or a current gen S class or a G wagon, you, you you just think, oh, it's some fucking influencer or something, or a real mm-hmm. estate agent, because yeah. everyone's they, a real yeah, estate yeah, agent yeah. with a written off S class or a yeah. B class yeah, or a GLE, yeah, right? You, like you don't, yeah, you don't look twice, yeah, like you, you really you, don't. You do not reconsider. You don't look at a car anymore and say, I wonder what that person does, because yeah. it could be yeah. just anything and everything, yeah, and you, it doesn't. There's no explanations anymore, because that this is what I mean. Like it's kind of weird to say, and it's kind of awkward to say, but the definition of money doesn't correlate to cars anymore in a way that it did and it kind of explains how we look at this car and how that takes us back to 25 years ago. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of it's kind of like the like I guess you could say sort of like if you see a Rolls-Royce driving down the street today um you do look at it and you wonder what the person does. Yeah, if it's an um, 04 Phantom that a guy picked up for 140k, <laughs> you know exactly oh, yeah. what it is. <laughs> Say a, a new one, and then that's kind of what the S class was, right? Yeah. It was like there was money wasn't as saturated, I guess, uh, and the mar- the car market wasn't as saturated. Meaningless so. wasn't as meaningless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? yeah. So, so when what you, is yeah. three hundred grand? Yeah, and that's right? the thing. Except for us here at this table, yeah. but for seemingly the rest of the world, yeah, three hundred grand is nothing. Yeah, well, it's a write off, bro. Just write it off. Yeah, <laughs> actually, a guy asked me yesterday. Yeah, I heard uh, you can uh, get G wagons and rent write them off as uh, business expensive on your on your taxes. Actually, do you know? I, yeah, that, that, so we had this conversation. Like like, do, you, do you know? Do you know? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know anything about how that would work? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. you still need three hundred grand. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I'll just finance it, bro. Like, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. This, I'm going to make a comment, say one of the best cars, if not the best car I've driven this year for under $100,000 is that 99 S500. And it's well under $100,000. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It drives like a car that's still well over $100,000. Like 25K now drives buys a perfect one. Yeah. And it's still, it still looks expensive. Yep. Yeah. That's the thing. You look at like a 2005 745i and you're like, like it doesn't look expensive yeah. anymore. You look at like a 06 LS430, which was designed. They're nice cars. But like I had an LS430 and they were designed after the yeah. W140 Benz, right? Like, and, and the LS430 no longer looks expensive. They look like kind of nice, mm-hmm. but like the 430 kind of looks like old car now. Yeah. Uh, this thing still has that presence. Yeah, and it, it still looks like a million bucks. That guy looks like he'd get out of it, buy your dad's business, and fire yes. him just to spite you. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> like, like whoever's driving that car can afford a newer car. Yeah. yeah. Just like, but he chooses. But I like this one. This is a choice. You. And, and oh, those wheels, man. Oh, I will never get over those wheels. Yeah. Like Mercedes needs to re-release those. Yeah, they have like monoblocks no. are now a th- not yeah. no, yeah. it's actually a thing. Same, monoblocks are a thing you can, again. You can bro, go buy a brand new G wagon right now with like chunky ass five or, spokes uh, on it. Or S classes or AMG GT. They're not the same. Um, they're a little more curvaceous, but they're yeah. like reminiscent. I just want like I just I love those wheels. Yo, maybe we yeah. can find a set of mono like modern monoblocks as a winter setup for my dad's S five eighty. Can we do this? Yes, we can. <laughs> Absolutely. We're gonna do some research after right now. Right now. And Nick, how are we doing for time? Uh, we still got some time. Addy, do you have any news to share? I have some news. So speaking <laughs> of buying our dream cars, get to play with our dream cars. Yeah, this Addy? is like a drum roll moment. Uh, it's a bit of a drum roll moment. It's a little bit surreal, but I have uh, I have purchased my my ultimate dream car, my white whale, my Eleanor, my like unattainable. Previously unattainable, just a Chrysler Intrepid. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, basically, it was Intrepid. There is some Chrysler connections. <laughs> no, you idiot! The Aston Martin Vantage is an Intrepid. You stupid man. Um, I have purchased a 1991 Lamborghini Diablo. Um, and it has been the talk around our office for a couple, well, a couple months now. It's been kind of we're in the works since the end of August. The car finally landed a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and uh, we've all kind of lost our minds yes. that this is finally here. It's it's here. And uh, were you not just talking shit about seeing three Lambos a day, like 
eight yeah, months but ago. But I specifically said, I saw you two make eye contact during that, but when I said that, I was referring to modern Lambos that are leases, finances, That's exactly I was just spelling this out for the audience. There's Lambos and there's Lambros. And the newer gen are the Lambros. This is a Lambo. And I just have to say, like, First of all, it's in red. I don't know what the actual color is called and what the color code is or oh, whatever. Red? I, I believe the color is red. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is red on it tan was, leather. It was a simpler time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, red on tan, fixed buckets, uh, the big spoiler on the back, like the like, car of our childhood. Like, yes. Seeing that thing in person, and yeah, you know, some photos are being shared in the group and stuff yep. ahead of time, but like seeing that thing, it actually elicited a physical response. Yeah. There's like, like, uh, like, like I'm not, I'm not even <laughs> kidding. It's, it sounds like I'm embellishing, but like there were literal goosebumps. No, we and all had that. Yeah. Like, just, you're just like, holy shit. Like, yeah. This thing is real. Yeah. Speaking of imposing and magnetic field, like this car yeah. is a black hole. It is a gravitational uh-huh. well. Yeah, like, like you just, yeah. You just want to like pull up a chair and just stare at it. Just yeah. And lo- yeah. 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 First of all, congratulations. Yes, sir. Okay, let's do <laughs> that. Yes. Congratulations, yeah. sir. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. It has been a pretty surreal few weeks uh, leading up to this. Um, it, it's it, this car is a bit of a story. It was originally owned for the first just about twenty years uh, by a uh, man by the name of Mario Andretti. Slightly, be- sli- slightly better famous. driver. Slightly better driver than I am. It's pretty good behind the wheel. Yeah, yeah pretty good behind the wheel. Um, it it. Yeah, it's uh, it's that it's it's Mario Andretti's Diablo. It came with a whole bunch of documentation, the original title and his name, a bunch of like nice. signed documents. There's a signature under the dash. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, it needs pretty uh, cool. It pre- it's, it's <laughs> on my, it is definitely super neat. Yo it guys, is, this is <laughs> neat. <laughs> um, this look at this. Look at the owner's manual. So there's there's Andretti's name signed on the first service stamp. That's so neat. here's the thing. The car is the car is gonna get sorted over the winter. It needs a few things, um, as any thirty year old Lambo would. Naturally. Um, I'm gonna. I drive my toys, and you know, I, I, I for for how short my commute is, I put a surprising amount of mileage on all my toys. The, the the thing is, all of those toys are. Fairly drivable and you know, forgiving, and yep. kind of like you know, easy to you get like, in and you out like of. You like nicer cars. You, you like do. nicer cars that are easier Can to live with. Can you fit in this thing? Yes. Can you drive this thing? Yes. I did drive it for about two and a half kilometers to get it from the storage uh, where where the uh, transporter dropped it off to uh, our office, and now it's uh, it's in pieces. But regardless, and on its way here, I drove it here. Um, and you and broke your ankle. Is, our, our friend, yeah. our friend Cameron, was behind me and in it, and he he was, he's like, you remember the the Wolf of Wall Street? And you know, you know, you know the scene when he's on Quaaludes and driving this Countach, oh. and it just looks like a absolute maniac not being able to control his motions. Um, apparently, I looked kind of like that because I was extremely jerky. So here's the thing: this car has, and you guys have all put your foot on the clutch on this car, yes? yes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one's blaming you for this, right. by the so way. I, like, I, we all like talking shit, but yes. no one's blaming this car. Like, and by by no fault of your own, it's just like ergonomically a disaster uh, like yeah, they, they even are, brand yeah. new in perfect condition they just were a mess out of the gate yeah so no power <clears> steering <throat> the yeah. heaviest clutch you've ever felt the pedal placement's a little complicated so I can't actually drive it with like, <laughs> I, I need to have my right shoe off to drive it why don't you elaborate on what a little complicated means uh, so so my foot or any normal foot is too wide so uh, if you have your foot on the gas you also have your foot on the brake which creates ah. a little bit of a problem when you're driving bit. so so yeah. I take my right shoe off, and then you're fine, right? Um, my left shoe, however, <laughs> needs to stay on because my feet need my left foot to operate the clutch needs the extra meat of the shoe to be able to push down this extraordinarily heavy clutch. Also, it doesn't have any power steering, so um, and it's not a small car with like little skinny mini wheels. Like they're three thirty five. 30 17s in the back they're they're like wide two seventy five something yeah. in the front like yep. that's a lot of tire to turn yep. without hydraulic assistance it's fine in motion but um <laughs> there's that uh, the shifter when loaded is pretty heavy um 
So yeah, like uh, oh, just we were talking about visibility earlier. Oh, there's none. Yeah, none. None. The dashboard, it's called like a waterfall dash or something, but like the instrument cluster, which is adjustable, but it only makes it less visible out the front <laughs> than it is now. Like even in the most visible, um, you can't see anything out the back, but it's okay because like you don't need to see out the back. You're going forward, right? <laughs> oh, I remember we were looking this up and like, oh yeah, the, the cluster lowers with the wheel. It's going to be okay or something like no, that. No, separately, we, yeah. Yeah, we can, we, can, need, we can adjust yeah, the cluster back. down so we can get more visibility. It's already maxed down. It's already maxed down. <laughs> <laughs> um, gun slits, like, like to yeah. see out of yeah. uh, in the front. It's fine, though. Can't be that Like, bad. even through the windshield. Like, through the front. You yeah. can't see. Yeah. Damn you can't thing. See. Uh, and nothing out the back. Uh, and then you see a little bit of, uh, like, vapor. And, like, uh, it's almost like that that distorted. Uh, through the little, like, half inch you can see out over the... But when you look out the back, you can see that huge spoiler behind you. It looks Yeah, sick. that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, wicked. That's um, but that being said, all of that aside, uh, it took me three or four minutes uh, to get acquainted with it. And I can't, I, I only drove it a couple kilometers before I parked it for the season. So yeah. it's going to be a little bit of a, a learning curve in the spring. However, uh, once I kind of got used to it and I was able to open it up beyond two to two and a half K, the V12 just comes in. It's like, and it screams like nothing else. It's like, mm. oh yeah, that's why I bought this car. This is, this is <laughs> I am so looking forward nothing to hearing else that. Else. You haven't heard it yet? No. Oh. I was getting the 140 when this car showed up. That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, you didn't hear it. I've yep. never heard that car run. <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it sounds uh, incredible. When you start it at idle, there's nothing there. Like yeah. it's, yeah. it sounds like just any car at idle. There's nothing mm-hmm. to it. Um, but yeah, I have all the original service records. Um, it's going to have a full engine out major, uh, in over the winter, um, needs a head gasket, but that's okay. It's, uh, we're going to get it done. It we knew this coming into it. Yeah, like, we knew like, all of it coming yeah. into it. Everything it's coming in, yeah. not, not, it's not a huge deal. Um, everything that we're going to do, it's going to be sorted and, uh, I kind of want to keep it for the rest of my life. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a 30 year old Lamborghini. I mean, yeah. What, yeah. You got to expect. This yeah. Stuff, right? But you know and, what? And pos- like, possibly the most iconic Lamborghini, though, and possibly the most oh, iconic Lamborghini. Generation. Hands down. No, by, but I think people would argue with you like and Kuntash? say, like, Kuntash, yeah. Mira. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. definitely of our generation. Like, like, sure. like, I think the Mira is prettier. The Countach is rad, but the Diablo is like a rolling monster. And I, yeah. I feel like it straddled <clears throat> generations a little bit. Yeah, yeah it did. Um, yeah. And I, that's why I think it is yeah. it is the one. But I, I don't think there's a more iconic like car of our childhood yeah. than the Diablo. Like everyone had oh, yeah. the 118 scale my still model of that, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Also, if anyone still has one in red and would like to <laughs> give it to me, uh, I would like it. Um, do you actually have one in red? No. Oh, okay. Because I have I one have in black. One in I want one in red. It would be sick. Um, but yeah, no, so, uh, we now have that and it's going to be a very long winter, uh, until I can pull it out and drive it, but I am very excited. I have gotten the personalized plate NFS HP because Need for Speed Hot Pursuit was my game growing up. Nick will argue that the same car in NFS SE was more a thing. Yeah, because that was literally, well, not literally your car, but... It was, it was an SV. Part, no, I know, but in, but it was Need for Speed Hot Pursuit that just turned me on to Diablos to begin with, right? Mm. Like, you had the That's Pursuit, fair. the cop version, yeah, yeah. and you're driving through, like, the um, the European tracks that they've created of these, like, landscapes, and, uh, like, you're driving, like, the, I think it was the, the Amalfi Coast you're driving on, and you're driving in a police black and white Diablo with the sirens on, but chasing no, no down 993. Pop, no pop-ups, though. No pop-ups on that yeah, one. It was it was a later that. one SV. No yeah. pop-up headlights. <laughs> yeah, I wanted the one with pop-up headlights. Like I wanted an early car. Also, it's the only one I could afford because anything that's not an early car is double. Yeah, it's insane. Like what I money. really wanted was the purple SE30, um, that pinkish purplish color. But yeah, anyway, so I've done that and I'm a utter fool. But uh, it's gonna be wicked. Yeah, but it's a pretty rad fool though. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna take it to Oblivion Car Show next year. Um, yeah. we took a bunch of our cars this year, so we're going to take it next year and, uh, it'll be, it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll, it'll actually, I'm actually really excited. I'm so looking season. forward to like just seeing how this like adventure with this car shakes out. Cause it is an adventure. It is a rolling adventure of a car. Yeah. It's yes. going to be an event. Yeah. Hey, speaking of which, I need a nineties ship box or an eighties or nineties ship box. I'm okay. a, am I the only one? Am I the only one? Yeah. You're the only one. Yeah. Basically. You like modern stuff cause you like Audis. No man, I was just talking about <laughs> old stuff. So let's find you. Let's find you something. That's, That's right. the goal for the winter. Right. Are we? Are we bringing back the? Let's find Imran a car. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Let's except, bring back. Ex- except uh, coincidentally enough, my like wife is calling as I'm talking about this. I feel like she, she felt a disturbance. I feel like, oh, yeah, she, I feel like she heard. <laughs> she knows I, 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 I like, see his phone. No. His wife is calling him right now. <laughs> 
Everyone, can I perhaps interest you in a Mazda CX-50 GT Turbo? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's uh, oh. much more much yeah, more. I found a Millennia purchase. that he should buy. The Miller that, Cycle Supercharged. I that, mean, beige just... on beige, no, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> I actually think we should find Imran an LS400 or something. It would no. be cool. No, I need something. Oh. I was Sporty? Oh, VTEC. I miss VTEC. Okay, we'll find mm. you an old Honda. Yeah. Just get an NSX. <laughs> Yeah. Just get one. Just, just, just get it. Yeah, just get one. Yeah, he's got it. 100 Gs under his couch. We're not, we're not the right? G-Wagon people. We yeah. talked about this, right? <laughs> just do it. It's just money. Finance a G-Wagon, write it off on your taxes, sell it, and then get an NSX. <laughs> it's free money. Right. Yeah. You do not have one, right? A G-Wagon? No, no an NSX. I know that. That was okay. the joke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the joke. So uh, what are we got in the garage next week? You have the schedule open. I do. Uh, Imran, you have something <laughs> nice and sensible. You, you, you got the Mazda CX-50 GT Turbo next week. Yeah, I'm actually Which should be a good follow-up for, for the CX-30. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be good. Nathan, you are in the 2024 Toyota Grand Highlander Hybrid Max. I'm actually oh. looking forward to that more than you would expect. And you know what? I'm actually looking forward to the, to the Accord Hybrid that I also have next week. Good car. So... This is like actually where that we're actually looking forward to our. I mean, they're all NPC mobiles, but but we're actually looking forward to each and every one of them. Yeah. That's weird. That's that like never <laughs> happens. I mean, the Grand Highlander is kind of a big deal. It is, a and big they look deal. nice. Yeah, yeah. You're that's the car that you're going to get stopped in parking lots being like, "How did you get that?" Like like actually that. When we had the Rav Four Prime, the <laughs> yeah, first year out, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. people were like yeah. approaching us saying, "How'd you get this yeah. car?" Weird stuff. Uh, okay, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Um, it has been a slice talking cars with you. Once again, Addy, congratulations on your DL. Yes, Thanks, sir, congratulations. That is an incredible yes. accomplishment. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate that. Uh, and for those who keep, who wish to keep tabs on our adventures, uh, you, you can follow along uh, at doubleclutch.ca on socials. We will definitely be updating you guys uh, over the winter with how our uh, Diablo project shakes out. Uh, pray for us. Because uh, <laughs> pray for my wallet. <laughs> it's gonna be millions. Well, thanks for thanks for having me, and I hope to join you guys again soon. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks all. Thanks guys. <laughs>